Welcome back, everyone. This is the Everyday Christian taking a practical approach to studying the Bible. My name is Vincent Saramelli. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or reach out to me with everydaychristian917 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Today we are in Proverbs 10. And there's a lot of good nuggets in this chapter, and I could probably spend a good half an hour talking about just each verse on its own. But what I did notice is uh, there was an underlying theme to a lot of the verses, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. So we're in Proverbs 10, and I'm going to be jumping around a lot. So I'm going to start with the first verse that's kind of, in my opinion, the key to this message, which is verse 8. The wise in heart accepts commands, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. So I almost look at this as a start of an if-then statement. So verse 8 is the, if you accept commands of God, then the rest of these verses fall out. So starting in verse 3, which is, The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. So the righteous are those who follow his commands. So again, tying back to that verse 8. The righteous accept God's commands, and the chattering fool comes to ruin. So again, for verse 3, the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. So now, continuing on to verse 4 and 5. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. He who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. This isn't a direct correlation, but this is part of God's command, which is, um, diligent hands bring wealth. So it's his, that's his promise to you. If you have diligent hands, you're obeying his command, it'll bring wealth. Lazy hands make for poverty. And then also he who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son. It's basically he who's preparing for the future is prudent son. And he who does not prepare is disgraceful son. Okay, so continuing on, verse 16. The wages of the righteous is life. But the earnings of the wicked are sin and death. Again, the righteous are those who obey God's command, and the wicked are those who do not obey God's command. Moving on, 22. The blessings of the Lord bring wealth without painful toil for it. So God wants to bless you. God is a loving parent, and any of you who are parents out there know that you want to do nothing but bless your child. God is going to bless you if you obey his commands, and he's going to bring, your, bring you wealth with that blessing, and it's going to be without toil. All right, verse 25. This is a good one. When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. Again, the righteous, those who are obeying God's commands, those who are in communion with God, those who have a relationship with God, are going to stand firm no matter the storm. Finishing up with the last verse tied into this was verse 30. The righteous will never be uprooted, but the wicked will not remain in the land. So this is this is kind of God's promise. A lot of these are God's promises. So again, the if-then statement. The first one is accept God's commands. And then, then it, the then statement is if you do, you're never going to go hungry. Um, you're going to not be uprooted. You're going to weather the storm. God's going to throw blessings on you, and he's going to show you how to prepare for the future. So this is a really good chapter. There's a lot of nuggets in here. Like I said, there's about 32 verses, and you could probably do a study on 
each one of these verses. So I highly recommend for all of you listening to go ahead and read this on your own. You may get a totally different message out of this than me. Again, trying something new today with the sort of sporadic jumping around of the verses. If you read this chapter, the verses all do seem to be kind of sporadic, just nugget after nugget after nugget. So it didn't really make sense to read it as one cohesive. I felt more like I was getting an overall arching message and then little snippets here and there that brought it all together. So with that said, I'm going to wrap up with a prayer. Father, thank you for this reading. Thank you for all the nuggets in this chapter. Help me to apply what I am learning and help me to obey your commands and see the reason for them. Thank you for your love and guidance over my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all next time.